Welcome to The Zone Podcast. Hi, I'm Liam Ford. And I'm Paula Benetton. And in today's show, we have Josh Luthwaite. And we go really deep into the wiggles of his life. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing. You know, we see people, you know, owners of businesses or leaders or individuals, and we see them as they are now. But behind that person is this amazing set of stories and things that happen. I just love what Josh's story is and from being an entrepreneur at 15 and what was driving him then and how he was then to being an entrepreneur now and the lessons that he's learned. Yeah, and it turns out that for a life full of wiggles, the conversation turned out to be full of wiggles too, <laughs> but really, really packed with good uh, learnings and insights and tips. So get your notebook for some notes and we hope you enjoy it. Hey Josh, good morning and welcome to The Zone podcast with me and Paula. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And I mean, the first thing that catches my eye is that amazing photo behind you. big piece. Yeah. And of course, our listeners won't be able to see it, but tell us a little bit about it because it's just like, wow. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how well I can describe it for the listeners. So I, I'm a proud Leo, as I think all all Leos tend to immediately take any opportunity to share that they are. In line, I guess, with that energy, as I'd as I'd call it, I've got a big art piece on the back, which is a photo of a big lion quite close up. But then it's had some, you could call it Aboriginal or spiritual work done over the top of it. Um, yeah, it's a big piece. But yeah, funny story behind it, like like what we were sharing earlier, where this guy and his partner are moving house and his wife decided to put it on Facebook Marketplace because there's nowhere in the new house for it to go. So it can go. And he had no idea. And then coming to pick it up for a nice $40 and it's quite a big piece. He uh, answered the door with quite the surprise and not knowing it was even for sale and then asked how much he got it for, which I was like, oh, $40. <laughs> he wasn't very happy. He wasn't very happy at all, but he honored, he honored the commitment. So I appreciated that. And now it, now it gets to go on showcase every time there's a camera on moment working from home. Oh, <laughs> uh, cool. So you're, you're honoring his piece and it's getting special yes. place and pride. And yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So look, you're very successful in your business. Uh, you're you're oh, an entrepreneurial. You. You're, you've got all this energy. But we were talking also that life's not a straight line. So absolutely, you know, not. tell us about some of the some of the wiggles. Tell us about the human side of Josh and you know who you really are. Yeah. You know. Wiggles is such a great way to put it. It's a really good way to put it, actually. I don't remember that one for, for future permission to use <laughs> that one in future. Uh, so I guess maybe um, starting with I guess what led to the first of many moments uh, of those wiggles and those those turning points and shifts. When I was uh, when I was about 15 years old, I'd been playing tennis for two years by that point, and I saw friends getting jobs at say Pack and Save and doing say delivering jump mail and things like that, just for an income. And I really decided at that point I said, "No, nah, that's not going to be me." And I'm I'm going to you know what job do I actually really want? And I'm going to go and get that. And so quite early on, and I, I kind of put that down to my upbringing and put that down to playing sport from a very young age and going, right, 
success, 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 uh, and driving towards that because I know it's available. It's very fortunate with that, and I decided, look, I'm going to become a tennis coach. Uh, I know I'm only 15, and I look back at like when I meet say 15 year olds, I'm like, man, I was an out there kid, and maybe still out there. That was pretty stretchy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not make bold moves? And at the time, I guess that naivety has its bliss in going, yeah, well, that's what I want to do. So why can't I do it? So I became a qualified tennis coach, passed my exam and, and sat the test and became a coach at 15. But the reason reason I start there is that's when this mindset of kind of hustle, hustle, if I want something, I know I have to put the work in to go and get it. And jumping forward, I got to a point where I was 19 years old. I was studying at uni. I was setting up multiple businesses. I was training in the gym to do kind of men's physique competition and I was also then offered a head coach at a tennis club in Auckland as well and at the same time I was like you know what? I want to be a DJ too and so I was doing all of these things because I wanted to do all of these things so if I just schedule my time correctly and I, I get enough sleep say four or five hours then I'll be, I'll be fine and very very quickly <laughs> Very quickly. I mean, one, everybody was telling me, Josh, you need a, you need, you need a rest. And I just said, no. I, and I call it kind of the superhuman complex of, I can do anything. Like, why can't I do it? And I basically, I, I got glandular fever and it was pretty much burnout as well. And so what actually took place was I was about 80 kg. I remember I was 80, and 79.9 kg at the time. And the next day I was like, mm, I'm feeling a bit tired, I'll rest. And then the next day I was like, man, I'm feeling worse and felt worse and worse. Went to the doctors, they said, you got glandular fever, you need to you need to stop. I was like, oh, I'm just tired. Like I've worked through tired before, what are you talking about? And so I just kept going and then within four days I was bedridden. Uh, one, one piece of toast would last me all day and I had to actually drop out of uni for that whole semester I had to stop the tennis I obviously had to stop any DJing stuff I definitely couldn't go to the gym all the business ideas that I was working on and looking to bring into reality had to stop stopped everything and ultimately as well and I'll talk more I want to talk more about this later is all the things that provided me with energy all the things that made me happy I couldn't do so for six months I couldn't do anything and from some being somebody very proactive and wanting to do a lot of things, achieve a lot, I see my friends progressing and I'm just stuck here. Can't do anything about it. There's no medication, nothing. You just got to let the body go through it. So I, uh, at my lowest, I actually, so I'm six foot two. Um, I went down to about 64 kg uh, oh, and couldn't wow. do anything that made me happy. Hmm. I, I wasn't in a good place to say the least. Josh, thanks for sharing that. And I can't, take my mom's voice out of my mind now because I grew up with her saying like if we don't stop our body will stop for us and yeah, I can that's really yeah oh it, and I yeah it, it was an experience and looking back mm -hmm. at it it's as David Goggins would say, uh, that's, a, that's a cookie in the cookie jar. When I go to tough times now, say I, I was sick with the flu about a month ago, having that cookie in the cookie jar 
I know I was unwell, but I know I had been through six months of being unwell. You know what? I've got this. I've been through far mm. worse. I can turn to that moment and go, I've got this. This is actually quite easy in comparison. So as you go through these moments, and I'll, I'll share, happily share some more, as you go through those moments, you're building up cookies in the cookie jar to turn back to and go, yeah, I've done that. Like This is who I am. This is what I've achieved, and this is what I've internally gone through. Mm. I call it, yeah, it's your, mm. it's your superpower. I love the analogy of the cookie jar. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's, like, it's like those tough times actually, if you handle them right, will we'll build a sort of a resilience. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. And um, so David Goggins, I, I find him incredibly inspiring individual on driving what, what is possible and how when, when, it's, when you start thinking you can't do something, you've actually reached 40%. That's what they taught in the Navy SEALs. Um, so, right, you've hit that point. You've still got 60% to go, you know, and, and a lot of people stop when it starts hurting. Well, that's not the case. So he calls it building calluses in the mind. Mm. Mm. So tell us about David Goggins. Just give, give him a plug because it sounds like he's a he's a oh, incredible individual. So he – where do I start? So his – I'll see how concise I do this. His story starts and he did Navy SEAL Hell Week three times. And the the Navy SEAL trainers, some of them really didn't like him. And on that last week, because he had to stop a few other times because he pretty much um, more of this was breaking his leg each time he was doing it from stress fractures. And they would try and pull him off the course, the medics. But on that last week, he was there and they're like, David, you're back, etc., etc., And... He's looking at them. He's like, I want you to go go home. And when you go to bed, you're lying there next to your wife and you're sleeping, knowing I'm still out here doing Hell Week, I want you to know that I'm loving every second of it and you can't break me. When you're in your comfortable bed and I'm here being tortured, just uh, you know you can't break me and I'm loving every second of it. So that mindset within Hell Week is one thing. And then his second part to the main story is – a big uh, seal seal platoon. So was seal team six. Uh, I'm not. I'm not quite sure. But whole seal team had a, a very intense mission and and didn't come home basically. And so he wanted to do a run. He was he was the big bodybuilder seal guy. That was who he wanted to be. And he, he stepped into that and was that person that everyone knew he didn't like that much cardio. And so he said, look, I'm going to run the world's hardest race and do that without any training, pretty much, other than the seal training. And so he called up and the guy said, look, you got to pre- you got to qualify for my race. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you're doing it for, nothing, because he was raising money for those families. And he said, you got to qualify by running 100 miles in less than 24 hours. He's like, okay, sweet. When's the next one? He goes, yep, there's one this weekend. Okay, done. I'll sign up. So he signs up. And he, big bodybuilder guy, he had all these protein bars for for food intake, all this, and he's at the line and he goes off. And it's just around an Olympic running track. So you're just going round and round and round. At the 70 mile mark, his feet were actually broken from, like actually fractured his feet. He was incredibly unwell. He, I mean, being being completely candid with his story, he was peeing blood. Uh, he had pretty much just like shit over himself. Every it was really bad. And wow. they said, You gotta stop. He's like, nah, I'm not stopping. From seventy to eighty miles, he was just walking. And they said, Look, you're not gonna make the time. You're just not gonna make it. 
And at the 80, 80 mile mark to 100 miles were his fastest miles. And he said what he experienced was he had pushed the body so far, his body stopped trying to tell him to stop, saying, we're in, you know, we're in pain. You should stop. You should stop. It stopped telling him that. And it actually just put all of that energy into, we're going to give you everything to help you finish this. And so he could just keep going and going and going. Wow. So he's then going, I, he believes he found this place nobody else has really ever been to. And so with that, he lives in that space and he just exemplifies that. And so that's where, yeah, my friend and I did something, I wouldn't say similar, but something that would drive us to that point as close as, as we could get to, or we're comfortable to get to from that as well. And it's incredible. It's another cookie in the cookie jar, as, as he calls it. Mm, that's amazing. And so how does that sort of translate to lessons yeah. for our listeners? Because not all our listeners are going to be wanting to, to go that, to yeah. that extreme. But how, yeah. you know, what can you take what, away from that? What's the lessons that you – what can uh, the person that doesn't want to go but wants to get more than that 40%, you know, wants to step yeah. into what's the next 60%. Let's say I want to get yeah. to 80%. Yeah. That's still double, right? Yeah, which is still an so incredible achievement. How do I get – that, How do you bring yeah, that together? You know, if you double your current performance, that's pretty yeah. pretty cool. How do you get there? What's I would the say secrets? firstly is knowing that that exact rule of the 40% is the pain mark where once you experience that pain, you know it's a pure scientific fact. Your body will keep going. It will just keep going. Founder of I Am Hope, he shared something incredible on Facebook the other day, which I think talks to this exactly. There was a study done, quite a cruel study, you could say, where they just simply filled up a cylinder of, with water, maybe about, I don't know, 60 centimeters high or something like that, and filled it halfway up with water, and they just put a rat in it and that, to see how long it would paddle water for. And after 15 minutes, it, it would stop, and they pulled it out, so it was okay. It was absolutely fine. And they gave it five, roughly five minutes of rest, and then they put it back in. Then how long do you think it then swam for? The study showed it then swam for 60 hours because it had the hope is what they're putting it down to. The conclusion was it had the hope that when it would stop, it would be able to be pulled out so it could just keep going and going, 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 going. That's the conclusion they came to. And so if you knew that you had faith it was going to stop. You knew that you could keep going, such as I know I'm at 40%, I've got more. And you simply decide with 100% commitment, like a true 100% commitment, I am doing this. You just choose to keep going and going and going because your body can do it. There was a, mm, a very amazing. easy way to do this as well that isn't like running or isn't say i'm going to do a workout until my muscles really fail anything like that a mental it's all mental i did a science retreat two weeks ago three days no talking meditating about six to seven hours a day and your brain is so active when you're sat there for two hours your legs and ankles are killing you you've had your you've had your legs crossed for ages it's very painful and my, I was, I've had a whole internal battle of just, just move your feet, this, 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 but you cannot move. So you sit there, you're in all this pain, and you're focusing on breathing for two hours. 
Now, mentally, that's exhausting in the sense of you're battling the brain going, just move your legs, just like stand up. Why are we doing this? We've, we could all, all these things we could do in the business, like go and talk to somebody, go do this, this, but no talking and just meditating. That's an easy way to just go, no, I'm sat here, set a timer for two hours. I'm going to sit here with my legs crossed, focus on my breathing and move as, as little as possible. And anything that comes up, I'm just going to push through it. So that's literally something you could do tonight, this morning, this afternoon, tomorrow, mm. and just observe what comes up in your mind. So that's that's amazing. And, and how does that relate to what you do now? Because you said you had a couple of other, you know, sort of stories yeah. that were the wiggles. But how does that relate to what you do yeah. now? How does that translate to what you do now and yes. why you do it, yeah. how you and, do and it? I'll, a thought I had just on that last comment is there's there's nothing like experiencing it yourself until you actually go through it, push it, do mm. it, and have that clicking shift and moment like a cog suddenly goes in your mind and go, realizing it. That that's the best way to do it. You have to actually go out and experience that moment. In terms of how that helps, I guess around things like business, uh, things such as just having that conversation with your friend to be very transparent and be bold and sharing something you think they will benefit from, things like that. You're willing and able and confident to make bold moves. You've been in situations mm. where you had to have faith and you had to back yourself and trust yourself. And so when those moments come up in business, which is, you know, business is an incredible growth experience itself. With that, you are able to turn to those moments and go, no, I, I've done that. I, I can have this conversation with a staff member or I can have this conversation with my family. I can I can actually go out and commit to, say, 75-day hard is an incredible challenge. Um, and I'll, I haven't done it myself, but I'm very proud of my younger sister. She's committed to that and she's got three days left. Uh, if you want to look into that, you, you can search that up. Wow. Uh, but things like that, you can go, yeah, I've, I've done that. So I can do anything I'm putting my mind to because I've done that already. And that shifts, as I, as I call it, your internal belief. You just believe that you can do so much more. And you, well, you know that you can. And so you do it. So mm. it applies to everything. So it's sort of like your beliefs are what's stopping you, but also your beliefs are what's yeah, getting you. Really well so put. Yeah. Yeah, because ultimately you're just growing yourself internally and then the world throws situations out there, opportunities out there. How you are internally is how you respond to those opportunities and those moments. And so through those experiences, you're building yourself up internally more and more and more. And so when that happens, you can back yourself. One, one thing for me as well, as an example, back when Bitcoin you know, it was $1,000 back in those days. I didn't back myself or trust myself to go, yeah, I should invest in that. And so I was like, oh, I'll just let it go a bit more. I'll learn more about it. I'll learn more about it. The thing that was actually holding me back was I didn't trust myself to be able to learn how to set up a wallet, how to purchase it, how to understand it. This, this, this. I didn't back myself to actually learn it. Because I was like, it's so foreign and out there. But what it, what you deem hard is actually just something that's new. That's all something hard is. It's just something mm. that's new. And so learning from the experience, I then eventually mm. got was like, no, I, I need to learn the space. 
And from all these experiences I had between $1,000 price and $65,000 price, uh, from that I learned to trust that I can learn anything because I've done all these things, gone through these moments. And now going into the NFT space very early at the moment, I go, right, I know I can learn anything. It's it's JPEG images that have a value on the Ethereum platform. And this is, okay, that sounds hard because it's new and I know that I can learn it. So I'm just going to go into it. And then within a week, did really well from it and actually understand it now. So yeah, those moments, there's so many things that impacts because you change yourself internally. Yeah, I could talk about this stuff for ages. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) We love it too. And Josh, I have, um, I've been reflecting, you know, like, and I wonder what's the difference because when you are 15, you were doing multiple things and you're really pushing yourself and having, you know, like four hours of sleep a night and you had a, like a burned out or your body stopped for you. Like, yeah, the 19, 19, 20. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Sorry. Yeah. 19, 20. And then now you're doing all those practices that you are, you know, like learning how to control your mind and to inspire your body to keep going beyond things it can go. So what's the difference between what you're doing now and what happened when you're like 19? That is a beautiful and incredible question there, Paula. So I really learned that resting is the work. Hmm. <laughs> resting is the work and creating space is when I have my most exponential and highly impactful ideas hmm. because the, the degree of growth that you have there's, there's consistency as a factor and there's creativity and if you constantly go, go, go and in the doing hmm. there's very limited creativity but a lot of consistency and it's it's like working in the business but never working on it mm-hmm. you just kind of go with wherever you end up in the end and so take the science retreat that i did as an example and a, a very intense example mm-hmm. from that i have had the most incredible ideas that will change our business very mm-hmm. simple things that we just weren't doing I was able to go, hang on, I'm I'm there in meditation and all this pain, just breathing (laughs) and no longer feeling the pain at that point. I was free from it, really. The brain wasn't battling it. We accepted it and we're just there breathing and I'm just in all this peace. You go, huh, why aren't we doing this? Oh, yeah, we should be doing that. Okay, I'll write Mm. that down. That one moment, I reckon in the last, because the last two weeks is when suddenly all these opportunities that I was talking about for IzzyBots all these incredible opportunities just started arriving. And go, the more that I rest and look after myself, the better at creative ideas that I have that will change the business. But also, the better I can pick up on how others are feeling, how mm-hmm. I can, like with a staff member, if they're experiencing something, I can best serve them by looking after myself, um, be there for my family, have that uh, much-needed conversation with a friend, if they say, look, I really need to chat, like this is where I'm at, I'm in, I can look after that. And so I realized intense, deep rest mm. is actually the fastest way to grow. And that's what I want. And you could call it a bit of ego for me when I was go, 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 go. 
that was ego feeling more pleased that yeah we're we're hustling and working and working and working kind of putting that aside mm. it's actually resting that will help you grow as well mm. and i think is um the quality of the presence right like the the yeah. presence of like the the silence like the connection the presence to the ideas the presence to yeah. other people it's just a whole yeah, new dimension mm. it's really interesting josh because um you know one of the things i'm very passionate about is the whole science yes. behind this thing called flow uh you know invented by Mihai Csikszentmihalyi who who passed away recently which is real real sad for the for the science community and you know in that flow cycle it's so so important the recovery side absolutely it's so so important and you know you can't just continuously struggle 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 because yep. you're battling your body right you're not a machine you battle your body and then it just it gives up so it's a, it's a great message i yeah. mean it's so simple. Yeah, and the the other component to it, the resting is one very crucial part. There's also what I call, I alluded to this earlier, you have your energy sources and your energy leaks. Mm-hmm. And I like to look at it, and uh, this is how I explain it, especially to people in business. Think of your energy sources as your revenue for the business. You need a certain amount of revenue so you can then pay your costs now if you aren't looking after your energy sources like for me that's time out in nature that's time in stillness and meditation that's doing some djing still i've got kind of getting involved in music i just feel great from it and i listen to certain songs before any meetings like and before like this podcast because it gives me energy and i feel great from it i can even feel my my uh, vibe changing just from from thinking about it but I've got like the going to the gym, all these things that makes me feel great. So then I have the energy to be able to do anything I want and I feel great and I feel happy because I'm doing the things that make me happy in life. That's all the energy sources. Then looking at the energy leaks. So what are the things that even when you think about them, you feel your energy just drop. You go, Oh, I got to do that. Or mm, I've got this. And that, for, for me in the past especially, was certain friends that I would spend time with, I just identified my energy was just dropping from that. And certain things around, I, you know, we just keep doing this meeting, but why are we actually doing that? Because none of us really enjoying that. Okay, let's just get rid of it. Oh, okay. Feel more free from that. So it can be absolutely anything. And then you look at kind of your your profit margin of right how are my energy sources and how are my energy leaks and from my energy leaks what can i get rid of or reduce okay the margin's bigger now i feel better too it's a direct correlation and that's where i see flow being um really powerful and just do the things that make you happy Mm. makes sense so so what's the um, what is like a message you'd like to leave uh people with like uh something that you've learned that you know it's been key one thing would be question what society might have taught you. Mm. And mm. I specifically look at that towards the hustle, hustle, hustle mm. mindset. There is a time and place for that, absolutely. But that still needs equally balanced with resting, uh, time with family, uh, mm. or all these things. Mm. You, you can have both. You just have to find a way how to do it, and that's where creativity comes in. Mm. I'd also add... 
sorry, Liam, I was just going to add as well, if I can have a second message, being <laughs> you can get have comfortable, <laughs> yeah, yeah. get comfortable being uncomfortable. With that, any uncomfortable situation, you're like, yeah, this is where I live. This is my home. You've come into my territory. Right. You know, <laughs> I've got this. Um, so, yeah, and just prioritize your passions and what makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. So, just constantly sort of stretching yourself a little bit to keep growing, keep growing every day. Yeah, great message. And we haven't talked about your business at all, <laughs> which is which is great, but we have. Hey, that's, but we that's have, okay. We have, yeah. right? We've talked about what's behind your yeah. business. And so tell us about the people that you'd like to connect with, whether it be customers or clients or, you know, yeah. who do you want to connect with and, and what message would you want to leave them specifically about your business? Mm. So in terms of what we do as context, so we provide messenger marketing. Uh, so we help companies convert their social media engagement into revenue. It's great to get a thousand comments on a Facebook post, but how much money did that make you? We we can pretty much manage that where we make sure that actually does turn into revenue and can see how. And so that's by creating Facebook Messenger and Instagram inbox chatbots um, that, again, a lot of people don't realize every person who messages your Facebook page becomes a subscriber in Facebook Messenger that you can send a broadcast out to and we get near 100% open rates. Click-through rates as high as 92.2%. And so incredibly powerful platform. The best fitting clients that is for are large organizations that have invested a lot into social media. They're getting good engagement and now they want to make something from that. Uh, And their audience wants to hear from them and they want to communicate with their audience. That's it at a real Mm, core. Fantastic. And, and how do yeah. they get in touch with you? What's your platform yeah. called, business name? Yeah, so you can look at our website, which is www.izzybots.com. That's I-Z-Z-Y-B-O-T-S. Uh, you can also contact me directly and just say you listen to the podcast and I'm happy to jump in. So that's joshua at izzybots.com. And I'll also share, I have an absolute love of sport. I love sport. Everything it represents, it's fantastic. So sports clubs, we're seeing it's bringing a whole lot of value. And for me personally, it's a great alignment of sports and messenger marketing, two passions come together. So we're, we're doing some awesome things with the Silver Ferns and some other awesome clubs around New Zealand as well that we can't share quite wow. yet. But there's some cool things happening. <laughs> so it sounds like, <laughs> yeah. sounds like you could I, even do I, that for you know people, you know, like charities and stuff that want to engage and... Yeah. yeah, we got a few things in the works oh, there as well. Oh, great. <laughs> Excellent, Josh. Yes, you definitely can. Yeah. I love how talking about music and sport just make you smile. So thanks for, yes. for sharing that no with problem. us. And, and thanks for sharing Happy your story. To. And Yeah, no, it's, it's always brilliant to be able to share from the early days and the things that I had to go through and then deciding – you know, in, in the best way possible, I'm going to build the life that mm. I want and be, be able to back yourself now because of those moments that so many people don't talk about. And uh, thank you for the opportunity for me to, to share that from the outset. And I love that we jumped mm. straight into that and, yeah, who we actually are and what's mm. to find us. Well, it's been a great 30 minutes. And I know anyone who's out there in the gym pumping iron will love listening to this and it'll give them a burst <laughs> or, or, or look. 
Yeah, keep going. That's my message. Keep going. <laughs> or it'll, it'll inspire someone who's out for a morning walk with their with their dog, or or or, mm. or listening to this while they're chopping vegetables. That hey, maybe I can. Or, or listening to this while they're chopping yeah. vegetables. That hey, maybe I yeah. can stretch myself that forty percent. So hey, yeah. thanks, Josh. Thank you very much. We'll talk again soon. I hope. Thank you. Dude, thanks, guys. Bye. Well, Paula, that was a real uh, journey, real wiggles, lots of wiggles and lots of stories and took some unexpected turns and some some really crazy facts. I mean, I loved the message about the 40% so that when we're feeling that stretch, that's only 40% of what we've got. So even if you're not crazy and want to go to 110%, you know, even just you, you've got, even if you just doubled it, you're still at only 80% of, of what you can do. So that was a great message for me. Yeah, and how that it's so important that it's balanced with rest, with silence, with taking the time to just be and recover. And when we actually do that, like so much more presence and connection and creativity opens up so it's a whole new level of uh, of awareness yeah and i love the fact that he talked about these energy sources you know for him it's nature and music and going to the gym and all those things and filling up the cup so that you yeah. can actually give, he just came know. alive every time he was yeah. mentioning music and, and gym <laughs> and then sports yeah it was it was it was amazing so i hope you hope you all got uh, a lot out of this out of this podcast and Josh thanks very much again yeah and if you want to connect with Josh like if you love any of those things and you want to connect with a proud Leo with a very positive can-do attitude find him on LinkedIn or if you're a big business wanting to turn your social media engagement into revenue take a look at EasyBots so that's easybots.com yeah and of course, if you want to connect with us, we're at The Zone, www.thezone.co. And we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for being here and ciao for now. Ciao for now.